Well, hello. On this episode of Dole Capital, you're with Ben for our occasional segment of Benno's Brief. I'll be talking to you about what's on my mind and hopefully it'll either be entertaining, interesting or even motivating for all you cage-rattling tragics out there. On today's show, gutless wonders. The Australian Labor Party's National Conference recently happened. I'll provide some initial thoughts about outcomes from the conference, starting with the defeat of moves to end Australia's alignment with the defence interests of the United States and the United Kingdom. And I'll just not. I'll also have some news about changes to Dole Capital later on in the brief. So stay with us. But first, this show wouldn't be possible without our patrons and supporters. You can show your solidarity at www.patreon.com forward slash Dole Capital, which is D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L. Please like, share and subscribe to our show and leave a review on your preferred podcast application. Thank you to our supporters who have helped us with our broadcast hoping fees and equipment. That's part of what our patrons help us provide. Your support helps motivate and resource us to make more content and plan to do more. Before we get going with the show, I'd like to acknowledge that we're recording on Ngunnawal land and pay our respects to the elders past, present and future whose sovereignty was never ceded and who we express our solidarity and with struggles to end continuing injustices for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So, at the time of recording, the Australian Labor Party has just had its national conference on this um, last weekend between the 17th to the 19th of August. National conferences are where the slip between rank and file delegates elected by state branches, union delegations selected by their union leaders, and those elected to parliament uh, uh, representatives debate the policies and platform of the Federal Australian Labor Party. The expectation is that the Federal Parliamentary Labor Party will implement the positions taken by the biannual conference. Now, as we talked about on last show, the last Benno Brief, the uh, moves and campaigning for a four-day week, just because you get something on a platform doesn't mean it's going to happen. But also, just because something is defeated also doesn't mean it's just going to be go away forever. And, well, in the lead-up to the National Conference, there was a lot coming and a lot building up towards it. The Albanese government is uh, well into half past halfway for its term and there was pressure mounting over a range of issues uh, in the lead up to the conference including things like the Labor Environment Action Network or LEAN who've been campaigning to push for an end of uh, cutting down of national forests all around the country. There's been pressure to see more to be done by the um, Labor Party membership around accessible uh, and access to shelter for people. The cost of living crisis and the terrible punishment of the poor through below poverty line payments and um, punitive and disgraceful practices that are imposed on people on JobSeeker. There's been the Parliamentary Labor Party steaming ahead with cutting taxes to the wealthy, so-called Part B tax cuts that was inherited by the last Morrison-led government. And I could go on with more and more things that were all happening in the leader uh, to the conference, but uh, we'll look at more of those things in coming weeks and more to um, uh, get over. On this one, I just wanted to just quickly mention what happened, uh, why we should um, continue to be raucous about AUKUS. Um, so for me, the big thing that took place for me at the National Conference was uh, the attempts by the Labor Against War campaign group to defeat who were defeated in their attempts to see 
the, the national platform remove uh, AUKUS, that's the Defence Pact, from the Labor um, Party and from government policy. So AUKUS, for those who aren't in the know, and you should be, but particularly for international uh, listeners, it's, uh, AUKUS just stands for Australia, United Kingdom, US, United States, and it's a defence pact or arrangement between those countries. And part of that involves Australia signing on to something like a $348 billion and rising contracts with the United States and the United Kingdom to build nuclear-powered submarines, something that runs right in the face of very core values and uh, views of people in labour around the use of nuclear energy, not to mention uh, strong positions against opposing war. But uh, there's also other things involved uh, that you can check out more from Labour against war about that. But I'll look, I'll read you a little feedback here from what Labour Against War said about the conference. They said ALP National Conference was the first time the Labour movement had the opportunity to review the AUKUS Pact initiated by former Prime Minister Scott Morrison. What emerged from this was a broad anti-war coalition from the Parliamentary Labour Caucus, unions, the Lean and Labour Against Wars rank and file members. We saw significant unions stand strong and vote for the Electrical Trade Unions motion that sought to remove mentions of AUKUS nuclear submarines from the ALP platform, including the CFMEU, so that's the Construction Authority Mining and Energy Union, the Australian Manufacturing Workers Union, the Maritime Union of Australia, the AMIEU, and the Media and Entertainment Arts Alliance. Josh Wilson... Uh, was also the first federal uh, member of parliament to openly come out and oppose AUKUS, who said the decision to require nuclear-propelled submarines is not justified. It involves too many risks. It involves the sharing of weapons-grade nuclear technology that carries non-proliferation and safeguard integrity risks. The National Conference was a milestone for labouring this war and the broader anti-war movement. We have the support of most rank-and-file Labour members, many more, in, many more in unions, and the wider community. It is time to deepen and broaden our campaign to overturn AUKUS as Labour and government policy. So, positive stuff, despite the fact that Labour Against War's um, campaign and the move by the ETU to see uh, AUKUS... Um, submarines removed from the platform was defeated at the conference by a combination of absent abstentions and a complete capitulation by a number of unions including as well as um parliamentary labor party delegates to the conference who backed in the federal parliamentary labor party front bench for making this and continuing to stick with this uh, august pact it's significant that Labour Against War, a rank-and-file campaign group, secured the support of most rank-and-file delegates and um, some important unions, um, yeah, some very historically important and uh, powerful unions in Australia. Uh, it provides a step-up point uh, to campaign to see an end to federal Labor's gutless actions to tie the future of Australia's foreign policy to the agenda of the ruling class of the United States and the United Kingdom. So, lots of kudos there to Labour Against War and those unions that back securing an independent and nuclear-free policy for the federal Australian Labor Party and the Labor-led government. Also, shame on the community and public sector union delegation. The so-called left-aligned union abstained on the issue. 
Yet again, raising the question, what is the point of CPSU affiliation to the ALP if it can't take a sensible and principled stand on matters that we know most of its members would support? Special mention there for Dr. Independence, Andrew Lee, MP, who I'm sure demonstrated his superior intellect and independence by voting with the Federal uh, Parliamentary Labor Party. Pretty sure that's what happened, but I'll, I'll stand to be corrected. But also we've got to remember the, I guess, the disappointing behaviour, not really surprising that members of the Parliamentary Labor Party's delegations uh, continue to show their support to this really crazy um, policy position of the federal ALP of backing in a half-banked, incredibly expensive uh, defence policy, which is going to cause all sorts of problems for us. Why are we signing up to send billions, spends billions of dollars increasing uh, militarism and also risking the environment through continuing the back obsolete and redundant and dangerous technology like uranium. So the struggle for a non-nuclear and independent policy for Australia will continue as you heard from a Labor Against War statement and it must. The world is increasingly dangerous and broken. The United States the United States, their empire is in decline and is in a state of social breakdown. Meanwhile, the United Kingdom is a total binfire of inequality and misery for ordinary people, while its rulers are increasingly desperate to tear down at minorities and sensible environment and foreign policy in order to keep in power. And don't get me started on Kid Starver, the so-called leader or fraud that currently stole the leadership of the United Kingdom's Labour Party. That's something we'll talk about on other shows, shows I'm, I'm sure. But you can also check out our bag, backlog at Dole Capital. Uh, go to our RSS feed for back episodes or on your preferred application. Let's just say that the United Kingdom and the United States are not countries that uh, Australia should ally with. That's my view. They're places our government should criticise more, just as we do the disgusting criminal class that runs the, the so-called People's Republic of China. Neither Washington nor Beijing, I guess, would be my position. So, if you're a Labour Party member and you'd like to get behind the campaign for a non-nuclear and independent foreign policy for Australia, you can join Labour Against War, and I'll provide a link in the show notes. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter, which is LAB Against War. So that's Lab Against War, one word. And if you'd like to get in contact with them, you can go to laboragainstwar, one word, at gmail.com. So what's stopping a more sensible foreign policy and independent foreign policy from happening? Well, as we've talked about on previous shows, getting elected uh, Labour politicians to do what members have democratically determined is never guaranteed, or let alone what should sensibly be pursued, or even at times uh, announcing policies like AUKUS. Uh, which we understand from news reports the government was given a whole 24 hours to sign up to uh, and did that and have continued to knuckle down on its support of this ridiculous pact with redundant uh, empires. So what we've got to do is campaign. The ALP is a place of struggle, just like any other place of struggle where it's struggling inside a union or in a workplace or in community organisations that are trying to affect change, there's a political fight that goes on in those organisations. And in the Labor Party, there is a fight over particular issues. As we've talked about on previous shows and many other ones, uh, the ALP is a federated system of state branches uh, that are semi-democratic, if you like. 
and the national conference which happens biannually every two years is a is an opportunity to try to set the platform and the uh, movement and to see things actually the government actually implement the desire democratically decided by its conference to uh, make a policy and for the rest of our country so it's an important place and in that the national conference consists of the various blocks that we talked about the parliamentary labor party the rank and file and those union uh, organizations that make up the party so to get support for things you need to win over the, the plp but you also need to win over uh, people in the unions and you also need to win over the rank and file so while there's a lots of support for uh ending the AUKUS, um farce in amongst rank and file delegates and amongst uh, we know of over 50 odd sub branches that prior to conference had signed up to the AUKUS motion um it's going to take a lot more to win institutional uh, backing from more unions and build enough momentum to see enough um, gutless politicians actually um, back what um, state branches sort of view view about peace and being anti-nuclear so um yeah you need to campaign and that's where we're at so my understanding there's uh, more meetings coming up for labor against war and i'd encourage listeners who are in the labor party to get involved with that organization um, so yeah you need to continue to practice um, campaigning and building support i know that's something we'll be involved in and promote as much as we can on this show along with um act labor for a four-day work week which we'll be having um, more news about in coming weeks as there is a report to be issued by the ACT Legislative Assembly, which has been holding a uh, its committee looking at the future of work. So I'm um, looking forward to that, some more information about that, to come at future shows. And we're also looking forward to talking to uh, comrades who are working hard to um, basically lessons that we've learnt and seen from overseas. And I mean, trying out in Australia in terms of trying to democratise uh, the Labor Party more as well as democratise our unions so more to come and what I'm going to just say about future shows of Dole Capito is that we are looking to make changes to the show those changes will include a name change as well as we're thinking about the format and the like I know it will probably be something like the world is broken fix it or um, or other variations of and we'll gradually stop using Dole Capital. As some of you may or may not be aware, we initially started as just basically a way to connect with other labour activists uh, a few couple of years back in terms of um, organising and putting our thoughts out there and connecting with other activists that we're working with in Canberra uh, to talk about things like democratic socialism and our interventions in the ALP. But as has gone on, we've got hundreds of people who tune into each one of the episodes, and that's really cool, as well as a um, big hello to our people from overseas who have been tuning into this, which is really wild and weird. Um, but we want to use this tool and, and get it out to more people and try to make it more professional. But to do that, we're going to need your support. So if you like Dole Capital and you like Benno's Brief and the things that we've been doing, well, we're going to need more support from you. I'd like to have um, more collaboration and, and contributors involved in it. So for our um, for ACT friends who mostly help finance this this show for their kind donations uh, or people in the state, I'm definitely looking for other people to do some more collaboration with in terms of uh, the planning and recording of shows because I'll be taking more of a lead on this as Jacob's uh, moved on to, to do, get more involved in his uh, starting his new career as a wonderful teacher. So um, if you've got 
the time and capacity and you're interested in becoming involved um, with the show, look, send us an email. You can send it to our email address for the show, dogcapital, D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L, at gmail.com. So, yeah, that's exciting. And I look forward to hearing from our friends and supporters um, if you've got any ideas of future future episodes or if you know some um, decent people who might be interested in collaborating and producing the show, uh, send us a line. That'd be great. So that's it for the episode. Hope you've enjoyed uh, a little bit of a chat there. Gutless wonders and all. But as always, get involved where you can and be positive about it. And yeah, don't whinge. Go and have a, have a crack. If you like this show, you can check us out on uh, various socials. We're on Twitter and Facebook at the handle of at Dole Capital, D-O-H-K-A-P-I-T-A-L. You can subscribe or become a um, to this podcast on your relevant um, podcast application, or you can become a Patreon. And a big thank you there to our patrons who have um, enabled this show to, to go on for a number of years now. And we will plan on, uh, hopefully, to continue that into the future. So... Uh, Check that out on our socials. Um, there's another way to interact with us at Dole Capital. Thank you again to our listeners and supporters. And we'll speak to you again soon. Uh, we've got plans to um, do some recording after we hear more about what's happening in the ACT Assembly or about the four-day work week and as well as talking to some other activists. So some exciting things to come. Thanks for listening.